Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Jelanić. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. We're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to be talking about naughty sex and how to have it. Because you can talk about naughty sex, but then, hell, don't you want it to? I think some people might be asking for it, desiring it, not really knowing how to maybe uh, get it, have it, do it. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. And for those of you who uh, have no idea what you just stumbled upon, you stumbled upon the pleasure zone where we talk about all things Sex, bodies, naughty, you name it. That's what I'm here for. And I love it. My name's Milica Jelanić. And what I really love to do is talk to you about your bodies and about how to have more pleasure in this embodiment. Because we got this body right now. And as much as you might have had a million other lifetimes, it is kind of fun to experience some pleasure in this lifetime, right? Pleasure over pain, I Unless pain is your pleasure, and in that case, that can get a little naughty fun, too, and that's cool, too. So on this show, it's always funny to talk about pleasure versus pain because so for so many people, that that category of pain does come into that. Just that little, little nudge of pain can come into that pleasure area. So it's fun. And what brought up this topic? Well, I was just kind of going through some ideas about what are some fun things to talk about? And, you know, looking back on the number of years, so I've been on the show for over six years. There's over 270 or 280 shows that are podcasted that you can get access to through Inspired Choices Network and some of your top favorite ones in the world like iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Spotify, and all the other greats. We are live streamed to over 50 or 70, I never get the numbers right, um, different uh, different platforms and uh, it's either 50 or 70 different platforms we are podcasted in. So that's like amazing. So you can find me anywhere if you are listening on another platform other than where the show is produced on Inspired Choices Network. Find your way over to Inspired Choices Network. You can find a lot of great uh, information and different shows we have over 5,000 different shows in the archives, podcasts available for you. So lots of different topics, you know, ranging from pleasure to butchery to finances to children. It's crazy. We're like a wealth of information on this station, on this network, and it's a lot of fun to be part of it. And today, one of the things that um, I'm really, really excited to share with you is just like how to turn up your sex life just a little bit. Even like one degree of naughtiness more, it's so fun. And I think, you know, a lot of times we can get stuck in ruts. Like your whole relationship, you can be in a rut of maybe um, you're, you're maybe you're in a partnership where, or lovership where you're not having, 
uh, or maybe you're having sex regularly, but maybe it's the sex that's just kind of blasé for you. It's not so fun and you want to add a little spice to it. And this is all about how do you have these conversations in order to have this stuff come up. Um, I mean, you can just blurt out crazy things. That's kind of my approach. Just blurt out something crazy, see what your lover says, and just if they go for it, you're lucky. If if they don't go for it, you just chalk it up to they didn't hear you and try again, because that works too. I'm saying that right now because my lover husband is sitting beside me in bed, so I'm just curious what he's actually hearing or not hearing, and I'm just trying to trigger him, but he probably doesn't hear me, which is funny. So on, on tonight's show is the naughty sex and how to have it, the naughty sex, not just naughty sex, the naughty sex, I'm kidding, it's actually naughty sex and how to have it, but I wonder about the naughty sex, like if we actually did give the emphasis of that there is a certain kind of naughty sex, and I, I think I said that uh, intentionally, unintentionally, because people have a preconception about what it means to have naughty sex, and they go from what they think is their regular lifestyle, their life of having sex the way they've always had it, having, uh, enjoying their partner the way they've always done it. And they think that somehow being naughty would be going to some extreme that is is not in their realm of receiving. And what do I mean by that? So things in the realm of receiving for most people are where they are having comfort with what's going on in their life. So your realm of receiving, for example, could be where you have, um, on safer for a daily basis, like you're okay with receiving hugs, you're okay with receiving uh, certain things, even a certain amount of money in a job, there's a realm of receiving that you're comfortable with. And then when things start to change in your life, things can get uncomfortable. And uncomfortable can be where you're receiving more money than you've ever received or less money than you've ever received, but it puts you in an uncomfortable place. So even with sex, we can look at it as what are your what is your realm of comfort what is your realm of receiving and where have you limited yourself to what pleasure is so we all have a kind of concept that we've created for ourselves that would be what we can identify as our realm of receiving and for some people they identify themselves as say for example oh i'm you know i'm uh homosexual so my realm of receiving includes people of the same gender that I identify with and then some other people may find that the realm of receiving can be in an, a whole other category where they might have um, say for example they're they're only willing to receive from or certain things from certain sexes so I actually, years ago, met a fellow who was, I guess in his early 20s, he self-identified as homosexual male, and his realm of receiving in that, that area was very low. He, even with men, um, would say that he wasn't attracted to kissing men or having anal sex with men or having oral sex with men, which fascinated me because, to me, when you identify yourself with uh, with a sexual identity, a sexual identity like homosexual, heterosexual, bisexual, pansexual, trans, transgender, uh, whatever um, sort of identity you're giving yourself to 
to uh, explain what your pleasure is or where you derive pleasure, then to me that that explanation includes and is mostly directed at acts of sex. Uh, that's just my interesting point of view. Otherwise, why clarify it and you're just a person that's walking around but it doesn't really have a relevance to who you're attracted to or anything that you would like to do with those bodies. So um, so that's kind of an interesting thing to me is where is your realm of receiving? Like if you're somebody who identifies with something and but even within that sphere or that realm of receiving, you have chosen to not even receive within that sphere. So uh, am I talking out my ass right now? I might be. So the reason why this is making sense to me is because I'm holding my hands in front of me as if I have spheres in them and I can perceive the energy of what it is like to have like a sphere uh, or this uh, realm that I'm containing. It's kind of like a contained area. So inside that realm is comfort. Outside that realm is discomfort or what we might call even touching on naughty. So Naughtiness often stretches us to a place where it's maybe feeling a little uncomfortable. Um, why is that? So, or what brings that up, right? So, naughty, even as a child, indicates that you're, you know, poor behavior, you're not a good kid, you're, you know, doing something wrong. And these are all definitions of naughty. These are definitions that are, you know, the etymologies of naughty. And some of those etymologies include like, you know, children being disobedient or uh, whether it's bad conduct in their speech or whether they're acting improperly with their actions or they're being mischievous. Any of those would be something that is uh, something that, you know, as children, you would be considered naughty for any of those behaviors. It wasn't actually until the 18, until 1869. Isn't that a great great number 1869 wasn't 1870 1869 the specific meaning uh for it to be ident- like uh compared to something that was sexual prom- sexual promiscuity came in the 1800s before that it was kind of a general term for people who uh were evil immoral corrupt or unclean it was also uh has a few meanings to it and one of the other meanings is to be needy or having nothing so it's interesting right you could be insignificant as well needy having nothing nothingness you could be evil you could be immoral all of those great things so a lot of people will avoid tapping into their naughty self because we've been told for so long that that is the probably the one thing you want to avoid the most in your life is being a bad person. The one thing you want to avoid most is definitely you don't want to be naughty because you'll get sent off in the corner. You'll be punished in ways that maybe aren't so pleasurable for you. Naughtiness might equal humiliation and naughtiness might equal a few things that were not things that you consented to, which is different than when you know you're being sent off to the corner and being spanked because you consented to it in an adult play game. But if you are not consenting to it as a child or even as an adult uh, where you're being punished for something, then, yeah, it would be very, uh, it would be not so fun, right? So how many of us, 
out there in our, in your lives, just for a sec, think about this. Have you avoided naughty? Have you avoided being naughty? And have you avoided inviting naughtiness into your sexual relationships, your loverships? Have you avoided this? And if so, what has had you choose not to tap into? Just tap it. Just look at it. Just explore it just a little bit. Not have to live it 24-7. Explore the concept of what would naughty be for you and what would naughty sex be for you. Not asking you to go out and get the gimp suit and just asking you to look at what is naughty for you. Now, a lot of times what's most naughty for us are things that we hide because just like kids who don't want to get in trouble, we, children especially, will hide things when they think that they've done something that's disobedient or wrong or they know or feel they're going to get punished for it, they'll hide it. Um, I know because I did that all the time as a kid break something, hide it. Um, I would, you know, shove things like food I didn't want to eat into strange places in the house and hide it. And so I didn't want to get in trouble for not eating it, so I would hide it. And it was, it was, it was pretty much because I knew, I knew somewhere in my heart that I was going to get in trouble for what I had done, trouble for hiding the food, trouble for breaking something. I knew, I knew that this was going to, um, bring on punishment and I did not find punishment pleasurable why because I didn't freaking ask for it you know you know some parents will say you're asking for it I never heard a kid actually say spank me real hard you know adults on the other hand they may actually ask for it they may be actually playing that way and ask for it but it's rare you know so so many of us do not have a connection to naughtiness that would have you feel enticed to be or explore naughtiness, right? So what is it that has you avoid being the naughty little, you know, being the naughty little person you truly be? What is it that has you avoid that? What do you feel are the punishments that, um, you know, what do you feel are the punishments that you're avoiding as well? You know, are some of the punishments that you get ignored, that you get harmed, that you get separated from, that you get... Like, if all these things about being naughty will have you have all of your issues come up, I actually invite you to bring these up in a lovership that has trust and communication and love and kindness and gratitude in it, because bringing these things about naughtiness up in those can be incredibly healing. Now, there's a thought. What are some things that that you feel are naughty, that you're hiding from you and from the world. Maybe not even from you. Maybe you do know what they are. But what are some naughty things you would like to choose to explore in your lovership? And then just see what that is. And then just see if now is the time to share that with your partner. It might be. It might not be. All right. So we're going to head to our first commercial break. You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. 
On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melissa Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about being naughty. Yeah, I know. Remember that time when you were little and you got in so much trouble for just showing up and maybe you spilled milk on the floor, maybe you peed your pants, something happened and you certainly got in trouble. And you know what? It's kind of a thing where if you have had that, if you have had you know, instances in your life where you were having a lot of fun and something occurred and say maybe you broke something, the milk spilled, you were laughing, dancing around, hit yourself in the head and got knocked out. I say that because I've seen a lot of kids do that, dance around like maniacs, get so excited, flip on the floor, bang their head and bam. I don't can't tell you. It's like almost every kid I've ever looked for, <laughs> looked after, goes through that. Somehow I get to witness a lot of head damage. And uh, but I usually let them go crazy and figure it out. But so many times when we're having fun and we're doing what might be considered naughty, because a lot of times when kids are running around going crazy and dancing, it's not really what the parents want them to be doing. But I step in as crazy babysitter and I let them go crazy. Usually that like the permission to go crazy can sometimes lead to um, pain and it can sometimes lead to unexpected things occurring, right, that aren't always fun and aren't things that we were desiring. So a lot of times we have this sort of, I guess we could call it like a stigma attached to being naughty. And if we have a stigma attached to being naughty, then we're definitely going to have some kind of uh, issue with stepping into that more. So that that could actually be a pile of stuff that needs to be unraveled, right? So if you are in 
um, a relationship and you're finding that you're having a lot of your own emotional stuff about getting in trouble, having, you know, a lot of your parental issues coming to surface, you know what, I deal with this stuff in my everyday life with my clients. Um, so feel free to contact me because we can work this through. You can find me on my website at melissajelinek.com. We can work through some of this stuff if you do have these parental issues. I'm mentioning them today because you might notice that you're, you have a, an aversion to the naughtiness. Um, and you might also have a big desire for it to see somehow on some level if you can choose naughtiness now, like naughty sex, get away with it, have fun and explore and, and receive something a little different in relationships, a little more fun, moving out of the vanilla-ness of stuff. So I think, you know, if you can just consider what is naughty for you, um, what is naughty for you and are you choosing it? So I know that's a really simple question, but what is naughty to you and are you choosing it? Because if you're not, what's stopping you? All right. So I also wonder, like, for those of you listening, do you ever feel, for example, like your sex life, your uh, socks life, not the life of your socks, but for some reason I said socks, that your sex life is a little like vanilla and maybe now you're looking to just use a little naughtiness. Again, maybe you don't know what that is. And I bet there are some of you out there, too, that are afraid that your lover will be, you know, will maybe reject your request for some naughtiness. I bet that, you know, there are some partners out there who have asked for it and have been rejected. And then how do you move past the rejection, right? So how do we have these conversations? And how do we go from having the conversations to having the play? So... One of the things I encourage you to do is find some naughty language that really works for you. Is there Are there words out there that when you think of saying them, they make you blush? Like if you think of saying, um, you know, lick my pussy, if that makes you blush, then I encourage you to say that randomly, even out loud to yourself in the mirror, lick my pussy. Just lick it. Thank you so much. Just lick my pussy. I dare you because there are conversations that if you're choosing to be naughty and you're not willing to use the naughty words, then maybe work on that because it's a good start, right? Because if you can't even say it, how are you going to ask for it? <laughs> so I've got comments in, in the chat room. Uh, one of uh, my friends are in the chat room and one of them saying that uh, saying lick my pussy makes her giggle and the other one says it makes her wet while well, I'm so glad because lick my pussy ladies because it's great right and it's fun and so many uh, so many times it becomes an issue and an awkwardness and when you can say it as if you're just ordering ice cream from the store there's an air of confidence that comes out behind it that makes it even more fun uh, and more take charge. It was really funny. I, I don't know what was occurring in our house this last week, but I tell you, there's been some kind of like emotional shift or drift that's going on. And uh, my, my lover husband has decided to like take charge. It's kind of funny. It's sort of his character and it just it 
makes me laugh when he goes into his like naughty mode. And I think it's perfect that I have this topic this week because he'll randomly, he'll tap into his like naughty self. And I, I love when that happens. Um, and I don't even know what I, oh, this is what happened. Okay, so I injured my wrist this week doing God knows what. I think I actually was over cleaning this blow up pool we have and I might have like aggressively rubbed it because you know me, I like to aggressively rub things. And I think the rubbing went extreme to the point where I actually can't even rub myself because my hands hurt. So, so I said that to my husband the other day because uh, he was in husband mode at the time because I was trying to have a shower and I couldn't get my clothes off. And I was like, oh God, this is so weird. Uh, honey, can you come and undress me? He's like, wow. I'm like, honestly, my hands don't work right now, so I need you to take my clothes off. So he did. Isn't that lovely? And that those kind of little things can have the air of naughtiness because surprisingly, there are a lot of people in loverships out there who do not undress each other. It, it does surprise me. I think it's funny um, because to me, that's just like, okay, like, doesn't that seem like the funniest thing to do? So... Um, I don't know, we dress our babies, it's not naughty, but somehow we dress our lovers, we take their clothes off, it becomes naughty. It's naughty when it's a grown-up body, and that's what makes it funny. Just like spanking a baby's bum, just like a pat on a diaper butt, because I like just patting everything, I like turning everything into a bongo. And it's, uh, you know, so spanking butts. It's not sexual with a child, unless you're, you know, uh, somebody who's a pedophiliac, but that's a whole other story. But with an adult, it can become kinky, right? So different actions, different energies behind them. So long story short, my hands weren't operating very well. And so I've had to make requests of my lover this week and be like, okay, honey, I can't do that position. I can't do these particular positions because my wrists hurt. So I need you to do, I can't go on top and I can't do this because I can't hold on to such and such and I can't do that. <clears throat> so I need you to do this position. And his comment was, I love it when you take charge. I'm like, all right. I always take charge, by the way, people, in case you're wondering. I am the dominatrix in this household. So I think it's really funny that it was like, because my hands didn't work, I had to verbalize it. It all of a sudden sounded more dominant. And that's what made me get to thinking that naughtiness can be a lot of it can just be starting with language and communication. So what are some things that you would like to say, but you're so shy to say? Start with those naughty words like pussy, cock, say them, say them out loud, say them like you love it, say it like you mean it. And, you know, wet and hot and slippery and hard and like all those other great words that go along with it. I bet if you Google search naughty words, like naughty sex words, I bet you there's lists out there. I know that in the um, in the sex and intimacy course for coaching that I that I uh, took, and also in the relationship coaching that I'm taking, there is a whole slew of great content that has to do with naughty conversations. Which doesn't call them naughty conversations, but how to have you know like sexting with your partner and how to uh, say different things, and it's a lot of fun. So they're quite scripted, but you know, generally it's like, 
using words and language that we would get in trouble for when we were kids, right? These are things you don't say. You don't say the F word. You don't say, you know, you don't say the, the, all the, all the great words that we love, like pussy and cock. We don't say those, even though they also mean animals. We, that's just not appropriate. And yet it's so fun, right? It's so fun. And even when you get on a roll with it, it just becomes more fun. And then it's like your conversation includes those words all the time. And it becomes cash, so casual to just talk about it all the time. So are there things that you would like to do that you feel are also naughty? Like, would you like to ask to be spanked? Is that like, is that like a big thing for you that you haven't been able to ask for? So the number one thing with inviting naughtiness into your possibly vanilla relationship is first to be able to say it, to communicate it. And if communicating it is really hard for you, then start with writing it. Um, I'm a big fan that if you can't say it, write it first because it'll help you formulate your thoughts. It'll help you formulate your words. And then when you see what you've written, sometimes it can help you rehearse it too. So getting those words to be rolling off your tongue, just sliding there, slipping off your tongue, just let them roll. And if you still find that difficult. Maybe there you've had upbringing that tells you that you can't say these words because you're going to go to hell. Well, guess what? Naughtiness is all like we heard in the etymology. It's all about being evil. So if you're not willing to be just a little bit evil, according to the naughty word, which is so funny to me that it would be evil, but it's about, you know, being disobedient. If you're not willing to be even a slightly disobedient then I'm wondering if this is for you. And it's okay if it's not, right? Not everybody has to be naughty, but if you're having a vanilla relationship, and by that I mean everything is the same all the time, if you're having a vanilla relationship and you want to spice it up, you're going to need to know some language that you can play with so you can ask for different things. So this is where we're going to have some fun, right? All right, so... We're going to head to our next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melissa Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. 
graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers who are apparently seeking some naughty sex today. I know for some of you listening, you were hoping for me to say, go out and get a candle and stick it in your girlfriend's vagina. Now, do that if she's asking for it, and that can get naughty. However, I'm here to talk to you about how you invite it into your relationship in general, into your own self first, to be comfortable with even asking for it, to be comfortable with the language of what you're asking for. Like, for example, would you stick a candle in my vagina or my, you know, you could say pussy. I'm trying not to quote square a lot on this show but uh, you know it's a naughty show so that word might come up a few times and so I really like you to look at what is the language that you're using is your language proper you know if if your language is really proper like would you please press firmly on my vulva you know I suppose that can sound naughty if you do it in a British accent and you're asking the queen as queen to have firmly, you know, have a hand firmly pressed on your vulva. That can sound incredibly erotic. But if you do it in a North American Canadian accent, uh, press your hand on my vulva, not as sexy. So I think adding a little flair with a little accent here and there can assist in the naughtiness as well. There's something about the British kind of uh, accent, and and I tell you, mine isn't the best, but when I hear people use it, I can imitate them pretty good, even though they get highly offended and tell me I'm not doing a good job, but that's their issue. So I think that when, you know, when I think of being naughty, I think of like the English school teacher who is there with her oh, why can't I think of this in English? I'm going to have to say it in Serbian first because I can only think of it in Serbian. It's called a prut, which is like a stick that you hit people with, a whip in English. Okay, there we go. Like friggin' languages, man. <laughs> so hitting somebody with like like a whip or a stick or whatever. And it's like a riding crop too, yeah. So just getting in trouble, Right, you'd be getting in trouble, and and with a British accent, getting in trouble is somehow so much both sexier and intriguing. Getting in, I, you know, I think that's kind of the play. That's where I'd have to go for me personally. If I was looking at what would make me feel extra naughty, is uh, English school teacher, sort of circa 1960s, uh, you know, wearing 
quite proper attire and glasses, which I found out in the last few months that glasses are highly sexy, according to my lover. Glasses make me about 10 times sexier than usual. Who knew? So I think, you know, that outfit and just being the this whole school teacher scenario, but with the accent, I think accents add to the whole character, right? So if you are being naughty, think about an accent. And sometimes as well, uh, you know, when there are things going on where you might not be able to say something in your own, maybe in your own mouth, we'll say, like in your own sound of your own voice. If you do say it in an accent, it can sometimes make it a little easier. But like, for example, if you are thinking about having your pussy licked, and you say it in a different accent than your own, and it doesn't even have to be decipherable. It's just not your accent. You can ask for it in a completely different manner in which you may receive it, and you may not feel so awkward because you're not being yourself. You're being an actress, and you're asking for something via the actress. So please play with it and see how it comes out and how much fun it is for you because this is all about play. Naughtiness is like being a child who's about to get in trouble and they usually are getting in trouble because they're playing, usually. And some people are just jackasses and they just yell at kids for nothing. But usually it's because of extreme play. So are you willing to have some extreme play just like, you know, when you were a kid and you were having extreme play and you got in trouble for extremely being loud, playing, singing, dancing, whatever it was, being an extreme version of yourself and you got in trouble for it, cool. Are you willing to be that kind of outrageous and not worry about the consequences? Yeah, so we talked last week about some things that are enticing and sometimes like that energy of like being disobedient is very enticing and it can add a lot of excitement. So we're looking at how to add this like extra excitement and extra juice to your relationship. Now, I'd like you to think of five great ideas that you would call naughty. If you have none, I'm going to give you just a couple to start playing off of. Okay, so let's start with different body parts. I'd like you to look at what would you like done to your mouth? What would you like done to your neck? What would you like done to your nipples? What would you like done to your genitals? And what would you like done to your anus? All right. That's some five extreme thoughts to play with. And especially if any of those make you cringe when I say, what would you like done to your mouth? And you're like, oh, nothing. I don't want anything done to my mouth. That's disgusting. Cool. There's something there that probably needs to be healed. Um or it could be herpes that just needs to go away first or something to that effect, or maybe you have mouth rot. And then in that case, deal with the physical issues and then move on to the, the sex play. Yay! So what's going on that when I say something like, what would you like done to your mouth? What comes up for you? Do scenes of violence come up for you? Do you have things from childhood memories, anything where there's been abuses? If these things are arising... This is the time to heal them, okay? And if you don't have somebody you can talk to, if you don't have a, like a mentor or a coach or somebody who's a healer in your life, guess what? I'm actually all of those. So you can contact me and we can move through that for sure. So I don't know if you know this, but I offer people 15 minutes of my time 
for you for free if you contact me. Uh, you can contact me through my website, MalitzaJelinek.com. You can also contact me on social media. Please let me know what you're contacting me for so when I read your message, I know what it's about. Yeah? So remember to to do that because if if any of these things are bringing something up for you that's uh, creating a, a like a tension or a stress in your body, then there's something to look at, yeah? So let's just look at that mouth one. Uh, look, look at your neck. So I know for me, I have a lot of things where I don't really like people touching my ears or my neck. And I've worked out my, what we'll call issues around it, and now it's become a preference rather than an issue. There are a lot of parts of my body I do like to be touched, but I do not like, I am the only one who gets to fixing things in my ears, and in that case, I actually love putting things in my ears. I just don't like when other people do it. And I... And there are things I like on my neck, and I'm very particular about my neck. So I am, I'm very specific. Some areas I'm not so specific with, but some I am. And I have like, uh, like a very intense preferences for those areas. So it's convenient when your lover is in tune with that because then, you know, cool. And you just know you can do what you like to that area because you know what you're doing there. So. Whatever comes up, right? Look at it. And then you can also ask, is it actually something you have a complete aversion to or is it just a preference? And that's cool too. But sometimes there will be things that have a complete aversion. And when you do have a complete aversion, there's usually something there that's underlying that, that's stopping you from having pleasure or becoming aware that it's just a preference. So that can all be worked on, yeah? So then we go down to like the nipples and what naughty things can you do with the nipples. There are so many delightful things. So first of all, when we think about, let's go back to the mouth because I'm so distracted by all my body parts right now. But the mouth, you know, what can you put in it? You can put flavors, food, aphrodisiacs, genitals, different body parts, kissing. So much can be done with the mouth. The mouth is incredibly versatile for pleasure and naughtiness. And then the neck, and you think about that, and it's like temperatures and kisses, and you could put ice or you could put heat. Or you could, you know, put warm, um, like, waxes that are specific waxes for bodies. You could get kisses. You could, you get all kinds of stuff great going. And then you think about the nipples and the crazy fun you can have there, including wild things like, you know, beyond just, like, licking, kissing, uh, touching pulling, uh, pinching, squeezing, all these great fun things, but you can add to it like there are are like uh, nipple suctions, nipple clamps, nipple torture, nipple, uh, like you name it. Nipples are freaking awesome. And you can do other things like hot and cold play as well for that as well. So then, you know, moving down the body and you're looking at the genitals and like what kind of breakout kind of fun can you have there? just like crazy fun on genitals again like bringing in ideas like clamps and suctions and um and different toys and different textures and different oh so many fun things it's i love it we're having comments in the chat room about nipples are really amazing they really are they just nipples just are like a wonderland of pleasure and genitals are amazing too and um you know if if it brings up stuff for you and I say like what would what naughtiness would you like for your your genitals? Like what naughtiness? Would it be 
would it be naughty for you, maybe for you, then most naughty is to masturbate in front of your lover. That's awesome. Now, how do you say that to your lover to say, you know what would really turn me on is if I could just masturbate in front of you? And some of you might find that incredibly vulnerable to have that conversation because maybe you've never even felt that you could with your partner. I want you to know a few things. When when you're having if you have if you're in a partnership and you find or lovership and you find it very difficult to ask for some of these things, there are maybe two things going on. You know, maybe you don't trust your partner, your lover, and maybe you're not ready. And there's probably a few other things going on as well. So looking at like, is now the time? Am I ready? And do I trust this person? Like and do I trust that I, you know, know who this person is? Because if if you've had, like, relationships that have been hard or that have been uh, unkind, then it may take a little while to to be able to trust again and to be able to be vulnerable in your partnership and ask for what you truly desire. Don't expect that it's going to just show up because you're done one relationship, you're in another. Don't expect that it's just going to be different and you can move forward and... Um, you know, it's gonna. There's some stuff that may need to heal first, right? So, check and see what it is that's stopping you from being able to ask for what you you desire. If you really don't know and you would like some coaching on that, contact me for sure. So we're heading off to our last commercial break. You're listening to the Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after the commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send your questions or comments via email to info at milicayelenich.com Now, 
back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we're adding a little naughtiness to our sex lives. By a little bit of naughtiness, what I mean is I'm inviting you to explore the concept of what is naughty for you because it's different for everybody. Even though we did look at the etymology of it being that naughty is, you know, evil and bad and uh, where, you know, you've you've been disobedient, etc., 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 I'm curious about what is naughty to you because we will have clearly defined ideas what naughtiness is. And naughtiness is usually, like I said earlier, what is outside of our realm of receiving. Naughtiness is usually something that we're afraid to ask for or afraid to choose or be because we haven't really been able to fully receive it. And as you start to expand that realm of receiving that you have, you're going to start to notice that it's, actually more about having play and fun and that your realm of receiving starts to include so many things, uh, you know, skipping wildly through the field naked, whatever makes you happy. So remember that when we look at what is naughty for you, part of it is to look at what, because naughtiness in this context with sex is going to be related to your body, I'd like you to look at what parts of your body do you identify as being naughty. In some countries, it's naughty to show your eyes. In some countries, it's naughty to show your shoulders. Uh, I know that in, you know, ankles, knees, all of it there. And in some countries, you know, all that they do is they only cover something like their waist with a band of beads, but everything else is naked. And... Or maybe it's naughty to show their hair, but everything else is naked. So it's good to identify for you what concepts of naughty you have, what, how that is, that is associated with your body, and how you have chosen to accept certain beliefs about what parts of your body are naughty. So... Some people refer to them as your naughty bits, right? Your genitals are often referred to as your naughty bits. Why? Why are they naughty? You know, in some countries they are naughty. In some countries they were considered evil because they were like the source of enticing men. Like my genitals could entice men to do anything, like a siren and kill them or something. But it's not really true. We're... When you when you start to really look at like what is naughty, even the things that you start to step into that you were afraid of, they actually become quite normal for you. And then they become almost vanilla and then you can step into more. And then your average normal life, your lifestyle and your loverships can be far more explorative and fun and full of curiosity because you're willing to have that realm of receiving expand and expand and expand. So what body parts do you have that you are considering naughty, that you're avoiding using, that you're avoiding creating as sexy, that you're avoiding creating as sexual, that you're avoiding creating as pleasurable? So what are those body parts that you're avoiding all of those things? Pleasure, sexualness, play, you name it. And then what are the things you would like done to those body parts? This is like a pretty simple equation, right? You got a body, you got body parts. You do something to those body parts, that becomes naughty. 
that's as simple as it gets. And for everybody, that equation is different. The equation of you have body parts that are naughty in your perception and you do certain things to those body parts that equal naughty. Everybody's equation, Some for some people, it would be like anus penetration, that equals naughty. For some people, that's like, that's not naughty. But what is naughty is hair pulling, naughty. For some people, it would be like bum, spanking, that equals naughty. So you see, there's like a body part and an action that occurs with those body parts. And that's how we get the equation of naughty. So what is your equation of naughty? What body parts and what actions are you considering are naughty that you'd actually really like to try and explore? And that if you just tried to explore them and played with them, you'd find that you probably, I'm giving you like 98% chance that you would really love it. And a lot of times these are things that you're avoiding talking about. So we got to add the conversation. Be willing to use the language, right? First, well, like, let's break down even more. Be willing to use the language. Then use the language. Then either write it or say it. Get comfortable with that language. Then share that language with your partner lovership. And then take that next step and try it. Now, in trying any of these things in the naughty realm, it's always good to have your safe words. And we've talked about that on other shows. So remember some of the Typical safe words go with red, you know, yellow and green. Green is go, red is stop, yellow is you're hitting the crazy zone. So use your safe words. And those are the standard ones. Or you can invent your own, you know, banana, apples, and oranges, whatever you want. Use, use your words. Communication is always key. And your ability to ask for what you desire is really key. And being willing to use those words that invite the naughtiness, like spank my pussy, saying that and just say it and you're like hey that's my conversation for today being willing to use those words and invite those things in to your lovership will have you have such much more fun than you've ever been having i'll tell you that much so if you do need any assistance with that remember to contact me at melitzajelenik.com and for this week just remember to stay tuned in and turned on and just keep asking those questions what's naughty for me Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.